Just Our Real Estate, episode number 203. Okay, guys, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me here on Just Our Real Estate. If you're new to the show, I really appreciate you coming here and checking us out. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Mike Simmons. I am the host, and today we are going to we're working on day three now of the uh, four days of deadly real estate sins. And I am going to reveal what the third deadly real estate sin is. But first, I just want to make sure that I mention the fail fast flipping program. I've been talking about it now for a few weeks, and I really think it's going to be beneficial for everyone who's involved, everyone who's signed up. It's been going on now for about a week. It is not too late to sign up. You can jump over there, catch up, no problem. It's honestly a work at your own pace kind of a program anyways. It's a 12-week program, and if you follow along each week as we unveil new material, yeah, in the end of 12 weeks, you'll get through all of it. But honestly, everyone has different schedules everyone has different you know speeds that they like to work so you definitely work at your own pace don't feel like because it started last week you're behind you're really not it's very easy to catch up and frankly people who started on day one aren't you know necessarily up to speed with all the material that, that they've been given so go on over there and check it out you can go to my website justourrealestate.com go to the right hand side and there is a link you can click it'll take you over to the fail fast flipping program and give you all the information about the program tell you everything that's involved and the best part about it guys is it's money back guarantee 30 days if you don't like the program if you don't think it's going to be beneficial if it's not everything that I've told you it's going to be in more you get your money back, so you can't really lose. Go over there and check it out. I highly suggest you do it. It's gonna make some really successful investors at the end of this program. People are already finding success after the first week. It's very inspirational, and I'm really excited to be a part of it. So go there and check it out. If you do, shoot me an email, or maybe in the forum over there at at, uh, at the Fail Fast Flipping Forum, shoot me a, uh, a message or say hi. Let me know you came from here. Let me know that you, you joined as a result of listening to this podcast. I would really love to hear from you. Okay, let's dive into today's material. <clears throat> Today we are going to continue, like I said, on my four-part series, my four, you know, my themed week here of the four deadly sins of real estate. And it is not meant to be a religious thing. I'm just sort of being silly. It's a planned words. I'm just having fun with the concept. But today we're going to talk about the third quote deadly sin in real estate. <clears throat> And it may be hard to figure how this works in a real estate, but bear with me and I'll tell you. So the third deadly sin of real estate is lust. That's right, lust. Now, before you you know cover your kids' ears and send them out of the room, don't worry. This is kid friendly. It's kid safe. Uh, we're not talking about lust in the biblical sense or in you know any other way that you may have heard it. When I'm talking about lust in real estate, <clears throat> I am specifically talking about. You know, one of the things that I that I see people do, and you know, we call it falling in love with a house or with a deal, but having lust toward a property. So it's obviously it's a different kind of lust than what you might have been thinking. But you know, sometimes what people do, and it gets them in all kinds of trouble. I this is one I said I've, I'm guilty of all of these. I don't know that I've been guilty of this one. I think I've I've steered clear of this one pretty good so far in my real estate investing career. But I know people who have fallen into this, and I know people who fall into this even when they're a little bit more experienced. And what it is is <clears throat> you find a house, right? And it, it looks like it's going to be a really good deal. 
you love the house, you love where it's located, you love the style, you love you know the curb appeal or the neighborhood that it's in, or you love the school system that it's in. You know, it's a house that you could really see yourself living in. Like it's a house that you would live in personally. And you're so excited. You just you know it's gonna sell fast. You you know personally you know people who are looking to get in this neighborhood. You know, everyone talks about it. It's a great house in a great on a great street. It's got good bones. Maybe it doesn't even need a lot of rehab. You put in an offer, you think you're gonna get it and someone comes in and maybe bids more or they bid it up and you love this house so much that you you get it. And maybe you pay too much for it because you just fell in love with it. Now, this is a little bit different than yesterday. I, yesterday, I talked about pride and how pride made you bid higher because you just didn't want to be beat. You're not going to get beat in a bidding war. It's just it's a matter of pride, right? This is different. This is falling in love with a house. And beyond all rational reasoning, you get the house, even though maybe it's not that great of a deal. Maybe the margins are a little bit thin and maybe, you know, the room for error is really thin, but you get it anyways because you love the house. You fell in love with it. You love the street. You love the neighborhood. You love that it's brick. You love that it's a colonial or you love that it's a ranch or, you know, it looks like the house you grew up in or it looks like the house that you wish you always had. Whatever the case may be, you fall in love with the house And the moment you fall in love with it, you stop making business decisions and you're making decisions based on emotion. Emotion in real estate will absolutely kill you. It will. And it can be called lust, right? So you get this house. The deal's not that great. The margins are thin. The room for error is non-existent. Everything has to be a home run or you're not going to make money. But you love the house. You 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 think th- lust will also make your ARV go higher than it should. So sometimes you look at a house and you love it. You would pay a lot for it. You you love everything about it. So instead of looking at the ARV objectively, instead of looking at all the sold comps objectively and realizing that the house is going to sell for three hundred thousand. You are so in love with this house, you are so enamored with the idea of making this house look beautiful that you think you can get 330,000, right? You're you're way off on the ARV. You're you're thinking it's better than it is cuz you fell in love with it. And then the second thing that happens when you fall in love with a deal or fall in love with a house is you start trying to renovate it or rehab it in a way that isn't profitable or in a way that's not really business minded. So you start putting in a lot of high end extras that aren't really going to give you a better return. They're not really going to make the house sell for much more, if anything, but they're costing you a lot more. So, but you don't care. This house is so great, so beautiful. You're just going to dump all kinds of money into it because you want it to look like you would want it to look if you were going to live there. Because after all, right, you love this house. You fell in love with it. It's a house that you could see yourself living in. So, of Of course you're going to get granted. Of course you're going to get crown molding. You're going to change all the windows. They're not in bad shape, but you really want new windows in here. Really nice new, you know, the best of the best, energy efficient, you know, double pane, just everything. You want it to be great. And the front door is great. It just needs a little bit of paint, but you know what? You're going to rip that out and you're going to put in a really expensive oak door, just a really, really nice door. And even though the lawn looks pretty good, maybe needs a little bit of fertilizer, maybe needs to be cut and weeded, 
you know what? Let's just rip it all up and put down brand new side. You know, you get where I'm going here. You're you're just adding adding because you love the house so much that you just want it to be this crown jewel achievement for you, but you've lost sight of the fact that it's an investment. It's not someplace you're going to live personally. And just because you love it and because you put tons of money into it, that money isn't always going to come back to you just because you like the way it looks so much and you know, what can end up happening is you take a deal that maybe wasn't that great to begin with, you exaggerate the ARVs, your your rehab budget gets really overblown, it gets way over budget, so now you, you're going over budget in your rehab, your ARV was already too high, now that thin margin that existed, if you did everything just right, the margin would have been thin, now you've you know, you've inflated the ARV, the budget's over. Now there is no profit, or maybe the profit is very, very, very little, and it really wasn't worth the effort that you're putting into it. So um, that's what lust can do. You start lusting over a property, lusting over a deal, lusting over the idea of buying a property in a certain neighborhood to the point that you, like I said, you stop making business decisions. And this, you know, this, this career or this business, this industry, you know, you are, in essence, you are taking ugly things and making them look better, but you can't fall in love with a deal. You cannot get emotional about a deal because as soon as you get emotional, you're not rational. And if you're not rational, you're not making decisions based on what's good for the investment or what's not good for the investment. You're making decisions based on your own personal feelings, your own emotions, and it's going to end up costing you and possibly even your investors money. So, that's the deadly sin for today. Don't let lust get a hold of you in this business. You have to be a little bit more distant than that. You have to kind of look at these things as investments and don't get overly involved. Don't get overly emotional and certainly don't fall in love with any one property. You have to be able to walk away from a property. If, if the bid goes too high, if you have to offer too much in order to get it, walk away. If you love the property so much that you're just going to dump money into it in the rehab that doesn't really, it isn't warranted and doesn't need to be done, you need to stop. So don't let lust get a hold of you. Don't let it ruin your business. Okay, that's it for today. Okay, guys, thanks again for joining me today. I really appreciate it. And I just have one last thing to say. If you've been reading books, if you've been taking courses, if you've been thinking about getting involved in real estate, there's only one thing that you can do to start yourself down the road of success. And that's just start.